Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels. Thanks a lot for tuning in. As you know, if you've listened the last previous weeks, you know that we're not giving any dates to things we're doing because we're not doing anything really. So we are giving you comedy recommendations. Do you have one for us, Cy? I want you to go first because you and I both had the same one and then I got, I got a little icing one. Okay, great. Yeah, you and I, when we came on here, had the same idea So I'm going to let you do that one. I'm going to add one. I'm going to go with, and I'm sure everyone that listens has already heard this, but listen again, watch it again. Get out of here, devil, by the hilarious, incomparable Dan Cummins. Yep. It's, he is as good as it gets. He's a close friend. We love him. At some point, big tease, his show and our show might interact. We were going to do it, and then all this bullshit happened, but yep. that might be a thing someday. We love him a lot, so if you have not, the, the special is so good. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah, it's very, very funny. And it's Dan has got the kind of comedian that whatever society's telling him to do, he doesn't listen. Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of does his own thing, and people admire it. I'm, I'm one of those people. So definitely check out Get Out of Here, Devil. Uh, And speaking of not listening, the other one, there's a young man in Cincinnati, Ohio, which is a town you and I both love a great deal and a comedy club. We both love a great deal and go bananas. And there's a young man by the name of Ran Barnacolo. He's a young comic and he put out an album (laughs) called The Banana Tape. The Banana Tape Volume 1, yeah. Volume 1. And he refuses to call it an album. He keeps calling it a (laughs) mixtape. And I will tell you, it is exactly representative of who he is as a man because Rand Barnacolo is has the ability to be one of the funniest people. Like he will do something that is funnier than anything you've seen or heard in your entire life. Right. And then 10 minutes later, you'll be like, Ran, get the fuck away from me for like an hour. Just move, (laughs) move out of my way. And that's the album is interesting and amazing and incredible. And at some points you're like, this is the funniest shit I've ever heard in my entire life. And then he just put his merch pitch Oh, he I has know. a whole track, which is which is in theory the funniest thing I've ever heard. And then you listen to it and you're like, Ran, I'm gonna kill you. Well, it, I'm gonna kill everybody who's ever loved you. Yeah, it is funny because so many comedians are like, This t-shirt's so soft, and he has a fantastic take on it. And I've I've never wanted Ran to get away from me for an hour, but I have more patience than Cy does. I love Ran with all my heart. And Ran, I will drive you to Chad's cabin to spend some time with him. (laughs) I also want to go back to last week, and I'm going to double down. So I recommended Tim Harmston's album, We Did. Um, I recommended it just, you know, purely on reputation alone. And I went back and I listened to it, and Jesus Christ. So I'm going to say again, Tim Harmston's album, Whim of Tim, Check it out. It is so freaking good. Yep, and I'm going to just reemphasize because I poked at him a little bit. I love Ran, and I think he's incredible. Oh, we and also, both there's do, a, and he's got a good sense of humor. And also, there's just this strong rumor going around Cincinnati that he was running a wild animal market and may have started the coronavirus. So not a rumor. Got, not a rumor. That's what I heard. Judy Mikovitz says, not a rumor.
Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels. You have landed in the middle of somewhere across from me via FaceTime. We're branching out today is Sciagra, Cialis, Sci of the Tiger, Cy Amundsen. Hello, not on Zoom, instead on FaceTime. <laughs> I hate i early on i was like oh man all this virtual stuff is so great you can like hang out with people you can do your work and i fuck i hate it i'm done with it yeah i hate it i don't want to do any more virtual happy hours or virtual hangouts or fuck virtual birthday parties they all suck and and i'm also i'm just in i'm in a very old man mood I think everything is terrible right now, and so I'm not bringing a lot of positivity to the table on today's Day After Mother's Day episode. I'm just filled with, I'm just filled with turds right now, man. Well, let I, me, maybe I could help, because... I don't, I don't know that you can. I'm learning ventriloquism. I'm learning, no. yep, I'm learning to be a ventriloquist, not to take it on the road, but just for zoom happy hours and hangouts i want to be able to freeze my head but then keep talking <laughs> and really freak people out i think it's going to be amazing and then i'm going to slowly move my hand across the screen they're going to be like what the fuck is going on it's going to be amazing here's the problem i assume ventriloquism is a lot like heroin where you're like, I'm not learning it to take it on the road, but I promise True. you, if you actually learn ventriloquism, like a year and a half from now, you will have a puppet on stage with you. <laughs> I saw, so I've seen some cool things because of all the virtual hangouts and stuff. And some of mm -hmm. my friends are making their own background with a green screen. And okay. the, the coolest one, we were having a virtual happy hour and one of my buddies brought a beer to himself it was the craziest thing because he had recorded it and then put it on his green screen of him bringing a beer to the desk. And then he just, oh. and then he just reaches over and clearly has another beer. Yeah. Yeah. It was the fucking coolest thing I'd ever seen. I was like, Oh, if I knew how to do any of this stuff, I feel so old right now because of technology. It's crazy. I like that you saw that and were impressed by it, but your brain went to, oh, I should learn how to talk through a puppet's butt. Like you, like that's where it, you're like, I, Chad needs a thing. And his thing is the thing that Jeff Dunham does. Baby steps. I, I'll be honest. I might be in a terrible mood because I've been just today, right before hopping online, I've just been binging forensic files because they have a brand new season of forensic files on headline news. And I have just been mashing through that shit and sure. so i don't i don't know you can watch like two episodes of forensic files and go about your day like what else is going on yeah but when you watch like four or five or six that'll fuck a day up yeah there, there are times where i won't go outside at night after i've watched three episodes of forensic files because i'm just <laughs> like who's gonna take me what the fuck this sucks John's body was found in a watery grave. Now enjoy your walk in the nighttime, oh, fella. Oh shit! You think that guy that does the voice sleeps ever? <laughs> it just gotta no be the way. craziest shit ever. <laughs> There's. Can you imagine marrying that guy? <laughs> no. My penis is inside you now. You're like, is it? <laughs> is it the thing that's gonna kill me? Because you're using the voice from the show. My penis went missing. But it's been found in your vagina. <laughs> Just the, that guy as a dirty talker. <laughs>
so disgusting. I, I, but I assume people who are that famous, they can't help themselves but dirty talk and the things that make them famous. Like, there is no part of me that thinks Tim Allen doesn't go oh, 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 when he finishes. There's no, there's no way he doesn't do that. And I know that's back to back weeks that I've been heavy in on Tim the Toolman Taylor stuff. Sure, but. But yeah. there's no way. I think that's how he... Just whenever he gets erectile dysfunction, he just goes... <laughs> and then goes to try to talk to a, a fictional Wilson that he built in his house. <laughs> that's his... That's, that's his n- n- noise for it. Well, I, did you hear how hard it was for me to say the N in noise? My whole yeah. face just stroked. It went... It was ridiculous. It could be because I did almost stroke out yesterday. We have a Chad in public update. Finally, finally. One of the worst parts of this is me not getting to listen to you talk about being around humans. Where'd you go? Well, first of all, I had to leave because I didn't have groceries. Yep. And uh, I needed a Mother's Day gift. So um, I went out to Home Depot. Okay. I was at a Home Depot yesterday as well. Look at us. We're the same. How'd yours go? Mine was not great. (laughs) I just went to get a plant, but I saw, I've been trying to get carpet and flooring ordered for my cabin since October and they keep messing it up. That's a long time. Okay. That is a long time. And so I saw the guy and he recognized me and because I've been calling now because I won't go in there and he goes, Hey, do you have a second? And I go, you're not essential, no matter what they're telling you. <laughs> I said, essential is for helping people, and you do the opposite. They should make you stay home by law. <laughs> so I'm already, right? And this is one of, this is the first of three stops. Oh, no. Yeah. So I can feel the blood boiling. <laughs> then I stop at Caribou Coffee to get a to-go coffee. Got it. Yep. And I say, obviously essential. Yep. And I say, Hey, I'd like this and this to drink. May I get some pumpkin spice bread that's right on your board? And it's, it's, it's spelled pumpkin. Like you've been punked. Oh, pumpkin. Like somebody who's insufferable came up with Yes. And she said, absolutely. And then she came back and said, Oh, I'm so sorry. We are out of pumpkin spice bread. Would you like some lemon poppy seed bread? And I said, you're damn right I would. (laughs) Then she came back and said, I'm so sorry. No. Yeah, we're out of lemon poppy seed bread. And I said, you brought it up. You offered it to me. I didn't even ask for that. You're not essential either. And I drove (laughs) away without my drink. (laughs) I just I hope that lady is just some fucked up like person who's just like taking this opportunity and not giving like just offering things they don't have because she knows it'll break customers who've been in their houses for just months in a row. If that's true, that would be the greatest thing ever. She's like, hey, hey, Teresa, how was work today? Oh, man, there's this guy. He comes through. He wants pumpkin spice. I say we don't have it. I offer him lemon bread. I think I think he went home to kill his wife. I don't know. <laughs> he might be on forensic files. He fucking lost it. Drove out without his drink. Screaming. Yeah. You want to know uh, the the who the luckiest people on planet Earth are? People that got divorced 
four and a half years ago <laughs> because they've eased into this life and they go home and there's no one there to put in a hole. Yeah, they're really <clears throat> prepped for this. So after I tried to take off, there was still someone in front of me getting their coffee. Okay. And so I have to wait to drive by and give her a dirty look. So it's like mm -hmm. four minutes later that I give her the dirty look that matches what I told her. <laughs> so, so that actually made me laugh and calm down a little bit. Then okay. uh -oh. I had to go to Walmart because I needed groceries because I actually didn't have anything to eat in the house for dinner. We had to call Casey's and they said, it's going to be an hour and a half wait. Is that okay? I said, yes, it is. And then mm -hmm. I went there an hour later, that's a half hour early, and my mm -hmm. pizzas were on top of the stove, and they were already super greasy, and so I lost my shit again. Yep, that checks out. Okay, so I'm on my way to Walmart. You're on your way to Walmart, and can I just jump in here Please and do. point out to anyone that has not been to Walmart during this pandemic, uh, it is the worst place on the earth during the pandemic and i know i don't like walmart as it is but you and i both grew up in towns where that's where you have to go to get shit they ran all the other businesses out right and it is you might as well walk into walmart and they might as well they might instead of greeters they might as well just have people there spitting in your mouth they don't <laughs> people at walmart do not give a fuck they're trying to dry hump your cart and touch your face it is walmart is mad and the amount of elderly people at Walmart, like somebody yeah. told them Walmart was heaven. Like, why are you here? You're I, so yeah. fucking old without a mask. Why are you here? I watch old people without a mask walk into Walmart like they have rocks in their pockets and they're walking into the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> I really do. That's the craziest <laughs> thing in the world, because people at Walmart, people in the Walmart use use the phrase, my freedom can't breathe a lot more than, well, a scientist said. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I just, they should just have special greeters for the elderly people coming in during the pandemic without masks on. And they just say goodbye as they enter. Yeah. It's the opposite of greeter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to get hired as that. Yeah. Be the guys like, oh, how you and your husband, no masks. Goodbye. Yeah. Hey, why is Walmart looking for hospice nurses? That's weird. <laughs> hospice greeters. Yeah. Just so that. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a tough time. Jen and I both lost our job. Fortunately, we picked up positions as hospice greeters. <laughs> I go in to Walmart. And the reason I have to go there, there is a grocery store that I could go to. But Olivia wants to make her mom because for Mother's Day and it's her birthday, same day. Mm -hmm. So Olivia wanted to make her a three tier cake and we only had one nine inch pan. So I needed to get one or two more nine inch pans. Now. I've never had a fucking cake made for me on my birthday. Not one time. Not ever. Yeah, so that, that feels, that's a hard burn it to was, be shopping for the layers. Well, it just was, I get it. I get it, and I'm happy she did it. But I did remind her that when March 2nd rolls around, there better be a goddamn cake on the counter when I wake up. <laughs> so I go in there, and I'm getting all the stuff, and I have to go, I have to walk from where I get the pans over mm -hmm. to the grocery part, and, I, and I, I don't like walking through the middle. I walk along the outside wall and then I see TVs for sale. And I thought, I need one of those for the cabin because I'm getting internet on Wednesday. Yep. And I want to get this small, well, not small, but 40 inch, nice little size for a TV for a cabin. 
It's on mm-hmm. sale. It's a Vizio. It's got Amazon, Hulu, Netflix, all that all shit. All your apps in one place. Exactly. And it also, it has like 150 channels of other stuff. Yeah, just I have that on my TV. Just like, hey, it's uh, the cheese channel. And you're like, am I watching a channel fully dedicated to cheese and yarn? <laughs> You'd be surprised how many horseshit channels there are out there. Well, I, I, I just saw that you could watch CBS All Access and NBC kind of on demand, that kind of stuff. Because I'm not going to oh, get gotcha. cable at the cabin. So I'm gotcha. waiting. And a woman walks by that works at Walmart. Now, I'm going to tell you something. She has a mask on and she's got big clunky shoes that okay. are tied tightly. Now, okay. I don't prejudge people unless they're wearing big clunky shoes <laughs> and they're tied tightly because I know that's a special kind of person. <laughs> and so I said, excuse me, I'd do like... You want to, do you want to expand on that prejudgment at all? Uh, I, I just think if you have big clunky shoes and they're tied tightly, every time you take a step... You, the the sky should open up and the music should play. That's how I feel gotcha. about it. So, gotcha. so this TV's on the top shelf and I go, excuse me, I'd like to buy that TV. It's the only one left. How do I do that? And she goes, I'm helping someone. And I said, all right, I'll be here when you're done. Then she walked by again very slowly. And so I assumed she had, was done helping the person. I said, hey. I'd like to buy that TV up there. It's the only one left. And she said, I'm helping someone. And I said, well, faster, right? And I can feel my blood starting to boil right now. Then she walks out again. And I said, hey, uh, I'd love to grab this TV up here because it's the only one left. And I I don't want to leave this spot. And she goes, well, it's no problem. No one's going to come get that TV. And I'm helping someone else. And I go, whoa, 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 though. There were only two people back here. I was one of them. You helped the other person. They left. So who are, who are you helping? And they said, there's someone else over there. And I said, well, do I need to take a number or what should I be doing at this point to, <laughs> to get your help? Then she looked like she walked to the front of the store. And so I, someone else came out of the door, the back door and went to the desk of electronics. So I walk over to the desk to talk to that person to help me get this TV down And this fucking bitch, listen to what she does. She (laughs) magically, like a ninja, appears behind me. There's another dude with a cart, and she's getting the TV down for the dude. No. Yeah. And so I go over there, and I go, hey. I go, you walked by me three times. I've been here 40 minutes waiting for that TV. What's happening right now? Are there more in the back? And she goes, no, there aren't any more in the back. And I go, well, what's going on? And she goes, well, I was helping this gentleman and he wants that TV. I go, I was standing here. I've asked you three times for the TV. And the dude just goes, you snooze, you lose. Uh And I got to tell you something. Yep. I felt my pulse in my temple. And without even thinking, I just go, how many generations of cousins had to fuck for this exact moment to happen? (laughs) I was so upset that I can't, I don't normally say the F word out in public, but I was so mad and I can't believe that. And then I got to tell you something. I was mad about the TV, but I almost high-fived myself leaving the store because I was so thrilled 
about coming up with that phrase. I thought that was great. I thought you were going to say, I thought you were just going to be like, well, you got us. And then they both use their limp cousin fucky arms <laughs> to load the TV into your cart. If you think I'm not going to call T-Rex people cousin fucky arms from now on, <laughs> you're crazy because I am. Dude, it's well it's just I, I think it was probably the perfect storm of and i'm projecting onto you just the like just the angst of all this stuff if you, if you were to put me anywhere near that situation you'd be you would be bailing me out from jail because jenna wouldn't be doing it sure like if i would have been anywhere near that there's no way i'm not tipping that guy's card over and stomping a tv to death like I just, I would have, I would have caused such a fucking scene. Like, especially because I hate going into places right now. So the fact that you have to sit in a place yeah. where there's people for 40 minutes when you don't even want to be out and about in the first place, what a nightmare. And I, I should point out, I understand that I'm extra on edge because I, so my sister, Emily, who yeah. you know very well. Okay. So she was, she lives in Seattle. Right. So she's been quarantined literally for months, sure. like not going anywhere. So yep. she has come to stay with my family in the quarantine quarantine. Right. Okay. She, she's cause she's helping around the house. She's, you know, Jenna's working a lot. She's up and do some stuff. She's hanging out with the baby. She, but she, she moved from her quarantine to our quarantine, which is great. But I like, dude, I am getting fucking gaslit by these three crows in this house <laughs> on a level that you like it is. They keep doing this thing. And I know I'm getting sensitive, but like where they'll all be having a conversation that I'll be near or in. And then I will bring up a piece of information. I know like they were talking about just this morning clawfoot tubs you know what a clawfoot tub is sure it's a little little like it's a they're, and they're they're dangerous well it's like it's like and from the old school houses they they sit above the floor yeah it's the sort of tub that you haul up a hill if you just took an erectile dysfunction pill right yes right yes so they're talking about clawfoot tubs <laughs> and i happen to know that they're like they're technically because of some archaic law they are technically illegal in minnesota now oh. it's not enforced people still get them all the time sure. but i so i say that and then everybody's like no they're not and i go yeah but i mean but they are and then they just shit all over me they tell me I'm wrong and they don't like say, hey, you're a dumb motherfucker, but that's what their tone says. They might of be course. going, I don't think that's right. But they're like, you're the stupidest motherfucker in this whole room. And so I'm getting really like insecure yeah. and revved up. And then we look it up. I look it up and it's true. It is an archaic law. So then I <laughs> immediately become fucking Randy Macho Man Savage after just defending his title like i am fucking like i'm strutting and i want i'm telling people that i'm smarter than them and then they all start ridiculing me and calling me insecure and asking why i have to say how smart i am so i'm in like this fucking i'm just in this really really like I, you know, there's those TV shows where there's like one man and he's surrounded by a bunch. Like, I've never seen the show Last Man Standing yeah. with Tim Allen. <laughs> that's three. But I assume, yeah, there we're back to. But I like that's how whatever whatever idea it was for that show. Like, what if we have a guy who's everybody around him drove him crazy? That's just how I fuck feel all day long. I yeah. am just being gaslit, floor to ceiling. Can I tell you one thing? I Go can't ahead. wait 
until I see your episode of Forensic Files. Oh, I'm it's gonna be so good. excited because they're going to be, and another body was found right next to the first two. A wife, a sister-in-law, and a regular sister went missing in Minnesota. <laughs> I, they were found buried with one claw from a clawfoot tub. Because that is the thing. Like, there's only like there's a couple ways to watch forensic files. There's like, hey, this is entertaining. Yeah. And then there's like, hey, this is becoming research. <laughs> it's like a it's like a how-to manual to not get yeah. caught for people. Yeah. David Huntsberger, who we've had on the show. Close, wonderful friend, David Huntsberger. I was working with him in Florida, and he would always, at night, he would just grab a beer from the lobby and head on up to watch Forensic Files. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like hey, you want to go grab a bite to eat? And he'd be like, yeah, you know, Forensic Files is on uh, whatever it's on, <laughs> Headline Network or whatever. Yeah. Uh, just, it was so funny. And then I started watching it, and I got... The reenactments are such bad acting. It's terrible. It's but it's pretty fascinating to watch. I do the thing I do like about it better than other like murder mystery shows. A lot of murder mystery shows are real who done it. Yeah. Forensic Files is usually like uh <clears throat> Sheila Jackson went missing in Rhode Island. Who killed her? Bob did. But now let's tell you how he did it. Like that <laughs> like there's a little bit of mystery, but you usually find out. And then there's like the pat themselves like they like basically they won't admit that they are just making murder porn for people. Exactly. You know? That's exactly what it is. They won't admit it, and they have to, at the end of every episode, the summary is always like, if it weren't for the forensic scientists, like, right. sure, sure, Sheila's body was found, but had they not found that dog hair on Sheila's sternum, <laughs> one of them today was... One of, <laughs> That's one perfect. Of, one of them today was solved by a dog hair, and I looked, I looked right at Jen, and I was like, you... Made a huge mistake getting Kevin because Kevin doesn't shed for shit. Who? Frink frown, frink frown, Kevin the Kevin the suspect. That's probably the longest. That's yeah. probably the longest. Thank you. Can well, I tell you some people have been messaging me? And they're like, listen, we know you have new listeners, but goddammit, what about us veterans that have been here from the beginning? Give us a fring-fronk, fring-fronk, Kevin the dog once in Give a while. Give us a fring-fronk, 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 Kevin the suspect. And by the can way, I, I sang my lungs out there. That's my new COVID-19 test. If I can hold oh. that high note for Kevin the dog, I'm clear. You're, you're good. You're good to go. Can I tell you the other thing that I feel like is gaslighting me? Yes. Right now, these fucking commercials. If I see <laughs> one more of these like... Hey, oh, uh, America is resilient. America is tough. And we, we will resume. Right. Hardies. Like, fuck you, Hardies. <laughs> you don't, yeah. you don't give a, you don't give a shit about it. Like all, like none of these people give a shit. And it's, it's, it always happens. It's always, it's why at, at like, I don't believe that Cheerios really cares about interracial relationships. Like, I don't like, I don't like, I'm not saying they, they're against them, but I don't think any of these companies really care about anything that they're so progressively promoting in their sure. commercials. And I am so sick of like, 
the times are different commercials. Yeah. Like uh, uh, here at Dairy Queen, we know this country's resilient. <laughs> and even though we're going through a blizzard, when it's all said and done, we'll be waiting right for you, right, right here for you with your own blizzard. Hot eats, cool treats. <laughs> fucking dairy queen like i hate it i like it's making me so mad and I, don't, I don't know why it's i don't know why i'm so old man on them because i i think part of it is everybody i see so many people like commenting on them and you hear people like what a great commercial isn't that oh what this is nice no it's not you know why you have to watch commercials because you're watching shit like forensic files it's true my favorite, my favorite season. Got to watch it live. Yeah, that's true. My favorite kind is uh, when they even get music involved to get everybody freedom ready. <laughs> we feel your pain, and we're gonna be here for the ride of your life when this is all done. Toyota, and you're like Toyota. That's not even. That's the wrong song. That's exactly right. Like you fade in from black and there's just these rolling shots of empty streets and abandoned buildings. And then you just, <laughs> then you just hear John Cougar Mellencamp like, there's an old man. <laughs> Ain't that America? You're like, I don't, I don't think this has anything to do with Volvo guys. I don't think it has anything to do with them. Yeah, it sure doesn't. My my, fa my uh, well, not favorite, but I do like reading these emails I get from like my credit card company. It'll open the the subject line is "We're here for you." So I open it thinking, <laughs> "Oh, I'm not going to have to make a payment this month," and it's instead like, "Our employees are still working from home." Fuck yeah. you, man. <laughs> We're here for you. If you would like to come in to the bank to make your payment, we'll put up like some <laughs> some antibacterial shit we respect you it's just so it's so ridiculous there's a dude there's a speaking of ridiculous do you have you ever seen a book box in a neighborhood oh yeah can i tell you something before you tell your story go ahead when i see a book box mainly in minneapolis when i was allowed to go do there you, and have fun do you want to should we explain to people what a book box is you can yeah and then i'll tell my story so basically a book box is like it's like a neighborhood library box so it's this big wood box it looks like a gigantic mailbox yeah and some, some people decorate it they make it look like a house yes yeah. and you can open the front and there's a whole bunch of books in there and you just take one out and you put one of yours in there and it's just like hey everybody in the neighborhood let's all read let's all read each other's books yeah. And what I like to do is I like to put a magazine in a manila envelope and then write for dads only. <laughs> and then it's just a men's health magazine. But I just imagine people like trying to like looking at it like a Christmas gift. They're trying to guess what it is. And everyone <laughs> has to think porno mag. But I just like oh, putting yeah. men's health in there. I just like doing that. All right. That's better than what my current because I'm going insane with this fucking book box because it's on <laughs> it's on the path of my walk that I take okay. daily. I go on a daily walk and I like a certain path and I walk past this book box and I always look at the and it has a glass door. And every sure. fucking day that I walk by there, there are there is a new book or there are books missing. There's clearly people in this neighborhood 
going into that book box every day. Right. And I got to be honest, I haven't, I haven't read the research. I don't know how long COVID lives on paper and cardboard, but neither did that lady who made that pandemic video and she still <laughs> threw that shit out there. So <laughs> I got to tell you, I hate the book. I'm like, I'm considering, I'm considering 9-11 in the book box, getting a little drone playing off Amazon and just... <laughs> Absolutely. Just take, I, I gotta, I, I don't know. I might, if I was healthier, I think I'd dig it up in the middle of the night and just splat it across the street as a message. But I don't, I, well, that would be the worst way to get COVID. There's some pretty bad ways, <laughs> right. but if you're like, Hey, how, how, Hey, how did your wife die of COVID? Uh, it spread pretty rampant throughout our neighborhood because of all of our fucking neighbors exchanging shitty Dean Koontz novels. I could, <laughs> I could just see you in your picture window with a remote control for the drone whispering, here's a little book called Never Forget. <laughs> <laughs> just crushed. Yeah, it's, uh, again, I told you when we started, I got a lot of angst inside me currently. I had angst, and what I've been doing now is going out to the lake cabin and just staring at water like a crazy person. Not a boy. That's it. Calms me down, and I did find. Uh, I met a neighbor finally. Interesting. Yep, up from the cities. Ooh. He told me something. I'm not going to give a lot of details about him because that's his his life. Mm -hmm. But he told me something I thought was interesting. So he told me what his children do, and uh, one of his children, they so incontinence is a problem for the elderly. Shitting and pissing your pants, right? Yep. And his. One of his children, they sell a medical device. It's a little chip that you put into your tibia and it reach. It's like on one of your nerves and it retrains your body not to shit. You don't need it in there forever. You just put it in there for six months and then you stop shitting and pissing your pants. That's the most incredible thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, here's what makes me nervous is I've always said... I'm gonna are you are you nervous that somebody could put a reverse chip in you? <laughs> no, no, not until right now. Yeah. What makes me nervous is I used to always say I'm going to drink just enough alcohol mm -hmm. so I miss my pant shitting years. Right. Okay. Got I want. It, I'd like it. to be. I'd like to be in the ground before I start shitting my pants in public. That checks out. But now, sky's the limit. Yeah. Dude, if you're never going to shit your pants, Chad, why don't we get why don't we get you to live forever? That's going to be I think we should. How do we do that? I don't know. I used to be really really interested in trying to figure out how to live as long as humanly possible, and then I spent 5 years in the first half of my 30s in chronic pain and I was like, <laughs> well, let's uh let's uh let's let's take this day by day. <laughs> Could you imagine being a thousand-year-old vampire right now and having to quarantine? That must be really fucking disgusting. You're like, I can't die, and now I'm in this bitch? <laughs> that would be terribly frustrating. So there's not sports going on right now. Yeah. But my buddy sent me a picture yesterday of the cornhole championships where they're wearing masks while playing cornhole. Was the was the buddy me? No, it was a guy named Brady that I went to high school with. 
I watched it. You did? I, I literally watched it on ESPN. We turned it on. So it was the first actual live type sporting event. Yeah. And it was uh, it was the cornhole. It was like a regional championship or something. And we turned it on just so I could make fun of it. And then we got like a match in and I was like, well, I guess this is what I'm going to do for the next three hours. Like I was <laughs> and I'll tell you, I love it. Like when stereotypes are just yeah. really true. And I, whatever you think a guy who's a professional cornhole player is correct. <laughs> what, whatever you think. They had the guy who's the number one cornhole guy in the nation. Right. Yeah. And he is there and he is playing in camouflage Crocs with socks on yep sweatpant shorts uh-huh. and he is vaping through his scarf well, and they me... kept sh- they kept showing it on tv i was like you're gonna show him vaping <laughs> vape into the air it's like this is a lung disease covid <laughs> exactly. is exactly i love i'm glad you guys are six... through his mask <laughs> yeah he was vaping through dude he was vaping through his no shit his american flag mask it was amazing. And like, dude, because there was no crowd, you could every once in a while, you could hear their chatter and yeah. they all sound like they're part of like that part of like, that's part in like, you know, the bottom of like, you know, where Indiana and Kentucky come together. I do. And those like two parts of each of those states kind of combined for this little area that I'm going to call Indy Tucky. Okay. They all sound like they're from Indy Tucky. Like Brian. Hi, Brian. Brad, uh, yeah, when you draw that, uh, put put Ryan in the hole there when he come. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, Hardee's. Like, that's, it was just like, it was <laughs> everything you would want them to sound like. And two of them were high school kids, which was oh, wow. hilarious. Two of the professional cornholers were high school kids. It They, dude, it's amazing. Hold up, hold up. They told me I couldn't play in the championship if I didn't wear a mask. So you're goddamn right. I took an American flag and I made it into a mask for America. I still vape. I don't give a shit about nothing. I'll tell you what, if they do not open this country up like I'm about to open up this can of whoop ass on Trevor and Larry here, you're going to have a real fucking problem. I'm going to take this vape pen and head right over to the state capitol and do some things that only whites could get away with. I have to tell you something right now. You think I need a mask? I don't. I drank bleach two weeks ago. (laughs) I don't need a mask, son, but I'll put it on just so I can be on the YouTube. Dude, these... One of the guys did the thing that every time I see it in public, I, I, you know, you you are quicker to like, hey, we should punch this guy in the face. But I never do. You not, never not do not for 13 like, years. But you des- you're like that guy deserves it. That guy deserves to get hit with a board right in his nose and mouth. Yeah. You you go there quicker than me. But I got to tell you I'm there with these people. <laughs> Dude, the people like who are out in public who are wearing a mask over their mouth but under their nose. Listen here, you fucking idiots. That <laughs> That is the least it's that is like wearing a condom that just covers your balls. Like just it, <laughs> it doesn't, I don't understand. It. And one of, one of the, one of the cornhole yokels, which again, I did enjoy the program. I'm invested. I'll probably watch it post quarantine now, but one I'd of also, the cornhole I'd yokels like to, was, I'd also like to throw in mm-hmm. that if you ever have the chance to just wear a condom on your balls, do it. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's a real, that's what we call a real escalator. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. It's like, you, <laughs> never mind. Keep going. I, yeah, I was just going to say, and I uh, got to go. <laughs> I know that's an overreaction, but I'm still, I'm still just really uh, irrationally worked up about this whole thing. But I did, I got my COVID test, my antibody test, because, you know, you have the, the theory Ooh about whether or not I had COVID back sure. in February. Well, can I tell so you I got, why? Can I tell you why? Because there was a, a gal teaching English in Japan who came back in early January, ended up having it. She was sick, so she had to come back. Her family brought her back to Minnesota. And so I thought maybe maybe we got a little something because you like to play the Pai Gao. I was going to say, and then she headed straight to Canterbury to play Pie Gal, right? Absolutely, yeah. Is that what happened? Mike Cronin and I, who had it at the same time, we do this bit. Anytime we're around new comics or, or like crowd members or people we've never met, we do this bit where we say goodbye to each other. Yeah. And then we lean in and like we're going <laughs> to French kiss and mm -hmm. we get like really close and they go, wait, what are you doing? What are you? Oh, stop. Hey, what are you doing? No, 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 stop it. That's not me. And then we'll lean back in for a kiss. So it's basically in front of strangers, we just breathe into each other's mouths. It's smart. For like for like two, three minutes in a row, because we think we're funny. Mm -hmm. If it turns out that we both had COVID, because we had a sh we had a sh two shows that week before we both got really, really sick. The oh. odds that Mike and I one of us gave the other one COVID because we were pretending to start to kiss. The odds of that are astronomical. And it I promise you it won't stop us from doing that bit in the future, but it should. Yeah, I haven't been tested. I don't know, like, uh, I just haven't been around people. I've been, it's been nuts. I've been around my kids. I've been around, yeah. as you know from last week, little woodland creatures. This goddamn otter is back. Ooh, otter return. Otter returns. We're going to be an otter war song pretty soon because it's just taunting us. It swam by the dock. And then really just kind of floated where I could see him through the picture window. As soon as I saw him through the picture window, he started swimming again. My daughter and I, Olivia and I run out. We're trying to, she's trying to take a video of it. Then as soon as we get it, she goes, okay, I'm starting the video. As soon as she did that, the otter breached, showed us his ass, and then took off underwater. Oh, so he's a really funny otter. I got to tell you, the way this otter looked at me on the paddleboard and the way this otter just took off. This is why I believe in reincarnation. I think this otter is my dad. Ooh, interesting theory. Tough to prove, especially with the fact that your dad is still alive out there somewhere and we're going to find him eventually. But <laughs> I am willing to hear. So I'm willing to hear the evidence. Okay, the evidence is this. I okay, knew. So now this, this, this is just for anybody who didn't listen last week, which is no one. We're not gaining listeners during the pandemic. But <laughs> la last week, an otter climbed onto your paddleboard. And it looked at me with a look that I'll never forget. It was like, a, I want to fight you and you disappoint me all at the same time. Okay. And so I've always thought to myself, I'm careful to announce big things to the world like your dad is reincarnated as an otter? Yeah. Nope, nope. Like <laughs> I have a cabin or like something else is going on because I know my dad eventually, if he is alive, would contact me and be like... Yeah, give me like, some of that cabin money. Exactly. Like, hey, yeah. when are we picking weekends for the summer? Yeah. <laughs> that kind of shit. I got my calendar out. When are we picking weekends? So, and I thought to myself, if my dad was alive, he would ruin this cabin experience for me. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't think he is. And I think he's a fucking otter. And I think he found me. <laughs> I do. I think I'm, I'm, I'm timid to go back in the paddleboard on the, on the paddleboard. And now I got an otter mooning my daughter and I not letting her get a video. That's typical Stevie D. That is classic Stevie D. Now, if only like you wake up one morning and he's just out, the otter's just out disassembling your deck to sell the wood. (laughs) I got an idea to make some money. Here we go. Chad, can I borrow your vehicle? I have some very normal, non-illegal things to do with it. Otter, why do you even, why would you even drive a vehicle? Well, why is that man driving a stolen vehicle with an otter? He really is taking this groundhog thing during quarantine (laughs) seriously. Oh, fuck. All right, I gotta go. Hey, okay, I'll see you next week. Yeah, you will. All right, I love you. Goodbye. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.